1: This episode of This Date in Weather History is sponsored by NHTSA. A child's body temperature rises three to five times faster than an adult's and leaving a child in a hot vehicle can lead to their death very quickly. Tragically, in 2020, 24 children died of pediatric vehicular heat stroke and many of these incidents occurred when parents or caregivers simply forgot the child was in the car. Please set yourself reminders on your cell phone or place something you'll need in the back seat so you don't forget your child. Always look for your baby before you lock. Welcome to this date in weather history for Friday, August 27th. I'm AccuWeather.com's Evan Myers. On August 27th, 1893, a major hurricane which became known as the Sea Island Hurricane struck the United States near Savannah, Georgia. It was one of three deadly hurricanes during the 1893 hurricane season. The storm killed an estimated 1 to 2,000 people, mostly from storm surge. On August 15, 1893, a tropical storm formed off the west coast of Africa. It became a hurricane on the 19th while crossing the Atlantic. The hurricane continued to strengthen attaining Category 3 status on August 22, while located northeast of the Lesser Antilles. By the evening of the 25th, the storm is approaching the Bahamas. It is believed that the first effects of the storm were beginning to be felt in the Sea Islands area just off the Georgia coast, with winds steadily increasing during the night of the 25th. Landfall occurred near Savannah, Georgia on August 27th. Reports from the time say that the wind during landfall was around 120 miles per hour, making it a Category 3 storm. Pressure in Savannah was measured at 28 inches even, and modern estimates put the pressure as low as 27.5 out at sea. This would have made the hurricane most likely stronger than a Category 3 storm. The hurricane carried with it a heavy storm surge of at least 16 feet high, although the modern hurricane models calculate that some areas might have been inundated up to 30 feet, and that caused great destruction all along the coastline and, of course, offshore. An estimated 1 to 2,000 people were killed, mostly by drowning, putting it on par with 2005's Hurricane Katrina as the sixth deadliest hurricane in U.S. history. The Sea Island of St. Helena was estimated to have 6,000 African Americans living there, with a majority owning their own land and homes in a time when most black people were prevented from doing so. Most structures in that area were not even elevated higher than two feet above sea level. Therefore, they were covered by the first waves that went above the normal water mark. Although the hurricane was devastating, the American Red Cross did not arrive until October 1st possibly because of ongoing efforts following another hurricane that hit South Carolina in June. Others claimed, however, it was neglect because most of those impacted were black Americans. Damage was reported as far north as Maine. Damage was heavy all along the New Jersey coast, and breakers were described as the biggest ever witnessed there. Railroad tracks were under four feet of water. Crops were heavily damaged in Pennsylvania and upstate New York. At Coney Island, roofs were lifted off big buildings and carried for blocks. Waves topped the seawall by 15 feet at Battery Park. Damage was heavy at resorts on Long Island, and it was the worst storm in New England on the coast there in 20 years. And that's what happened on August 27th. Be sure to tune in tomorrow for a brand new episode and find out what happened on this date in weather history.